0: Lund coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie do! don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern.
1: Spot of three on the
0: way, bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Guess who's back, back,
1: back back, again. back, Preview pod time week seven, and it is a full slate on both the men's and women's side this coming weekend here in UMAC Play Why Morel. Ryan Mitchell with me, you know what it is, it's the unlike any other the UMAC podcast and Couple big ones to break down this weekend, and uh, we'll spend some time on that and dive into the matchup specifically. We'll give some uh, maybe lighter predictions on some of the other ones. But Ryan, how we doing tonight? And I, I'm sure I already know your answer. I mean, you're probably doing great as usual. But I ask it anyways, just in case you know you need to talk about
0: something. I'm doing all right, Wyatt. Maybe not fantastic, but you know what? I can't complain. It's a great time of year. Honestly, it feels like we're changing seasons a little bit with the warm-up in the Twin Cities. I know we're not, but I can trick myself into believing that spring is right around the corner. I mean, it is, it just depends how big is the corner. Okay. It's still a wide turn. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. You know,
1: never heard that before. Actually, that's a good way to, you sound like a politician now where you're like, well, we're going to turn the corner. It's just a matter of uh, when we actually do make that full turn.
0: It's a turn. Like, you know, you had for so long when you were driving truck, it takes a little longer to get that big rig to turn right onto the Uh, freeway than the normal car. I tell you,
1: (laughs) if if only people knew some of the struggles (laughs) and the things you deal with on a daily basis. But anyway, let's just get right into it. That's enough trucker talk and everything along the lines of that. But uh, no, it should be a very fun weekend up ahead. Four more games for each team, and then it's playoff time. Everybody's making postseason play. Should be a lot of fun to see how this unfolds and shapes out. Everybody's got the same matchup, so every single game on the women's side is going to be the exact same on the men's side. We'll start on the women's side, though, starting on Friday night. Bethany will be hosting Crown, Martin Luther hosting Morris, Northland hosting Northwestern, and then Wisconsin-Superior hosting North Central. And obviously, it's the same on the men's side as well, but let's just start with the women's side. And Ryan, we're mixing it up a little bit. We're going to give our predictions first, and then we'll talk about each matchup. So Bethany-Crown, I'll start with this one. I'll take Bethany at home. I'll get into the reasons why in a little bit, but I think at home, uh, that, that probably is enough alone to have them win this game.
0: Yeah, I'll take the Vikings as well, wide. And if you want me to go first for the rest of them, I can, just to give you that opportunity, since you are trailing, Seems fair. for me to Seems pick fair. first. I mean,
1: I, the, the Bethany one was pretty clear cut and dry, I yeah. felt like, so I, I was comfortable making that first one. But, yeah, if you don't
0: mind going first now the rest of the way, I appreciate that. I'm trying to give you, you know, all the advantages that I can. But uh, I will take in this next one, should be a great matchup. In New Ulm, Martin Luther's starting to ascend. Again, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. I'm going to take Morris. I'm leaving the door open for you there. Just going to say that. I will take Northwestern, convincingly, at Northland. And then finally, I will take North Central at UW-Superior. Alrighty, what do you have for those three matchups?
1: Uh, all right so i was actually adjusting my microphone gain a little bit so can you run through the first one did you take morris or martin luther i missed the first one i took morris but i said
0: the you door is morris. the okay. door is open for you to take your knights they're ascending Wyatt. Hey, they're just and a unlike- game back
1: and unlike you, you know what? I'm going to stand by my Knights, and I'm going to take them, win this game. I think that's one they definitely could. Like you said, they've been ascending as of late. I mean, you look at the standings, and there they sit at 4-6 and six in the number 5 spot. So definitely a winnable game. Morris is falling down, too, as well as of late. Lost three straight, so this is a game I think Martin Luther could definitely come away with. So I'm more than happy to take Martin Luther there. I'll take Northwestern. They've been on a roll as of late. I don't see them going. It's a... Tricky game. I mean, when you go into Northland, it could be, but at the same time, I mean, talent wise, it's it's all Eagles in that one. And then you go to North Central and Superior and you oh. took North Central you took oh. North Central?
0: Oh, yes, I did. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you get really aggressive.
1: Are you gonna get real we're only on Friday, Remind Yeah, you I'll take it? North I'll take North okay. Central. I uh, it is a little tempting. I mean, I know we say that Superior's in full rebuild mode, but I mean Something tells me, you know, I just, my gut keeps wanting to go back to them and think at home they could maybe get a big signature win that they have really haven't had this year. I mean, I think it could be a compelling game. What do you think? Single digits? You think the Yellow Jackets can keep it within reach?
0: Well, yeah, even though Wyatt, they lost twice last weekend on the road. Reminder, they gave Bethany a run. They lost by seven on the road. I mean, that's yeah, better. Yeah, that was.
1: And, And that was after a disappointing loss on Friday night, too. So
0: they did rebound pretty well. And that's better than what North Central did at Bethany, if we want to do that comparison game, which everybody hates most of the time. But we'll do it anyway. I mean, you could make an argument to take the Jackets, backs up against the wall. Kalen Christian back in the lineup, dropping 30 points. uh, Who knows?
1: I was trying to make an argument, and I just couldn't. So I ended up (laughs) taking North Central. But I agree. There's reasons to think they can keep this close and potentially even steal it from them. But uh, North Central, I'll I'll stick with the Rams on that one. I'm I'm fairly comfortable. So with that being said, Northland-Northwestern, I think that one's pretty clear-cut. I think Bethany hosting Crown, kind of a similar thing. I think both of us would be very shocked if Crown or Northland won either of those games. Uh, I mean, you've seen crazier things happen, but I, I think we'd both be pretty surprised. So I think that's pretty clear cut and dry. And then as far as Martin Luther and Morris goes, we differed on this one. Uh, like I said, I kind of gave my reasoning why I think Martin Luther can win this game. Anything you want to say as far as why you took Morris?
0: Yeah, I there's just a, uh, you know... A part of me that says this is going to be the right the ship game for them it hasn't been all bad in the past but we did mention on the last pod i mean we thought that they were right there near the top tier and they've had some opportunities wide against the top of the conference to make a statement now they've lost three straight and martin luther's hosting and they've won three straight so teams coming in on different trajectories i think this week of practice is going to do a world of good for coach groves club and they're going to be ready to roll on that one but I expect it to be a tight game. I'm a little bit nervous, and I, I can understand. I mean, you had to take the Knights. Let's be honest. You had to. With the position you're in, you had no choice but to take Martin Luther. Well, not true. I disagree. <laughs> I mean, we've got, what, 32 more games here, and I'm
1: only back four. So, I mean, technically, I think there's other games. I'll tell you this. I guarantee you, we will differ on more than four games in the final two weeks. If I really wanted to... I could take Morris, but I'm confident in the Knights. This isn't a reach by any means by picking them. I actually think they can get the job done at home, so let's be very clear about that. This isn't out of just trying to catch you. Put some respect on the Knights' name, Ryan. I mean, come on now.
0: I hear you, but whatever you say, I know you have ulterior motives as well, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, yes, you're correct, but I'm just trying to say that this was a legit pick. Absolutely. Let's move. Let's move to Saturday then. Uh, Bethany hosting Morris Crown at Martin Luther. That's that's an intriguing game. Northland hosting North Central, and then Northwestern at Superior. I want you to go first on all of these. Uh, I, I, you know,
0: gave you the one where I got to go first, but yeah, you're picking first on the rest of these. The rest of this preview pod. That's fair enough. Alrighty. So Bethany's going to be winners of nine straight coming in. They're going to make it 10 straight. They're beating Morris on Saturday. Martin Luther, this is where they do pick up a win in what should be a fun game against Coach Zabalas Club. Expect that one to be another tight one, but I'll take the Knights. Taking the road team in the next one, North Central over Northland, and then I'll take the road squad one more time. Northwestern over Superior, but Eagles, please just win this weekend, and let's set up that Sonic Blockbuster against bethany lutheran on friday the 18th if they take care of business this weekend coach calls club and coach jones's club being they will both be winners of 10 straight games just please make uh, it happen
1: i gotta ask you right well first of all we usually can never have nice things it seems like so watch it get screwed up somehow but (laughs) secondly i believe i believe if that happens, uh, if I decide uh, somehow I can make the trip, do I get to be like Bill Walton if you're Dave passion and
0: I can just start talking about books and eels and stuff like that? If you make it down to the Twin Cities for that matchup Friday night, you can do whatever the heck you want. I'll help you with gas money. I'll get you dinner. I'll do whatever <laughs> you want if you're going to be there and have the headset on. Uh, I don't think it's going
1: to happen, man. I'm sorry. Well, but well, well, we'll talk off mic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Bethany, okay, three of these picks are going to be the same. I got Bethany, well, for sure, and they might all four, quite honestly. I'll take Bethany over Morris. I'll take North Central and Northwestern both on the road. I'm a little intrigued about the Crown-Martin Luther game because Crown comes into this game, Ryan, as you know. Assuming they lose to Bethany Lutheran on Friday, they'll be one in 10 in conference. got to think there's another win out there for this team, and I don't know. I think if, regardless of the outcome for Martin Luther on Friday night, they may not necessarily be ready or take crown as seriously as they should coming into this game. Why not? Let's take crown in this one. This one is more of a, this one, like I believe they can win. Don't get me wrong, but this isn't necessarily a reach either, but why not just have both of our picks on the women's side, be opposite of Martin Luther in both of their matchups this week. So I think coach Zabla's squad coach Zabla squad. Excuse me. As I tried to talk too fast, there can get this done, get their second conference win of the year. I'll take Crown and a
0: stunner on the road. As I look at my watch here, mere minutes ago, you said, I'm going to stand by my Martin Luther squad. I'm not going to go against Life them. Life comes and at now, you fast, Ryan. Now, Life now, comes now at you Now, minutes later, you're taking them to lose. the day Life after. Life comes
1: at you fast. What do you want me to say? I mean, you know, I, I ride and die with teams, as you know, but... <laughs> Like you said, I'm playing a little bit of catch-up here, trying to get back. But no, at the same time, Crown, again, this could be one of those games against an opponent like Martin Luther where uh, Urbina could score 30 or 35 points. Somebody could take that next step for Crown versus maybe some of the top-tier opponents in the conference. So I
0: could see Crown winning this game on the road. You know, you're accusing Martin Luther the same thing you accused their men's club of last weekend. Feeling, oh, too, that? feeling too good after a Friday night win and having a little too much fun Friday night, not ready for the game on Saturday. We talked about that with the men last weekend, beating Superior. That was after and then, the fact, though, right? Yeah, when we that were recapping. That was after the fact.
1: This is before the fact. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do. You're, for, I'm just you're saying, foreshadowing.
0: You see it all clearly.
1: I get it. Don't, don't put words into my <laughs> mouth, Ryan. Don't, don't, don't say these things that I, I'm not saying that. I'm trying to wrap okay.
0: my head around the pick. That's all I'm trying to do.
1: I gotcha. Uh, this is all I'll say, is that Crown has got a very good chance to pick up win number two in this situation. And after this weekend, they host Northland, a chance to get to number three. So they got a chance to build a little bit of momentum here, is all I'm saying. And it could start on Saturday, and I think they could get done. Because then they host Superior to end the year as well. I mean, those are all winnable games for Crown. It could end very, very, very well for Crown, or really, really bad before going into the conference tournament. And I'm one to believe it could be
0: on that really, really well side. Win three straight, get into the dance. Not well, not the the big dance, but the 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 minor. They're dance. smaller dances, yeah. The, the, the small minor dance before the big one. Yeah, we, we got to find a better term for that. But the you know the lower level dance of the UMAC tournament, and then who knows, who knows what could happen from there. And for crown, when's the last time they had a three game win streak in women's basketball on conference play? Hey. I, I don't know. Big We'd ahead. have to do
1: some, some uh, fact and research. Hey, uh, if we ever needed Bauman to do something more for us than he's already doing, <laughs> let's see if he accepts that challenge, I guess. Um, all right, so anything else on the women's side? I mean, there's really not any standout games. As we like to say, we need more standalone games when you get the big ones. There's not really any big ones, though,
0: necessarily this weekend. No, not really. I mean, my I'm just going to be honest, folks. My eyes are going to be on Northwestern first and foremost, and then watching Bethany as well. I'm going to be looking at the box scores, individual performances, and then just both those squads. For Bethany's sake, get back to 100%. For the Eagles, stay at 100%. Stay healthy. Let's have two teams with 10 game-winning streaks marched into the Erickson Center Friday night the 18th. I'm going to continue to beat the dead horse, Wyatt, because we need that blockbuster to happen as you say you're trying to speak it into existence right now and there's nothing
1: wrong (laughs) nothing wrong with that i mean we do it all the time as broadcasters so no i i agree that's kind of the big storyline of this weekend in a weekend where there's not necessarily those big games it could set up a monster game potentially to decide the conference the following weekend so uh we'll definitely keep an eye on those first and then obviously the picks we differed from but Somewhat of a quieter weekend on the women's side as far as like top games go. That's not necessarily the case on the men's side though, Ryan, as we shift over and it starts right off the get-go on Friday night with what's the biggest game as far as implicating the playoff stretch the rest of the season, I would say. Crown is at Bethany on Friday night, Morris at Martin Luther, Northwestern at Northland and then North Central at Superior, the same as on the women's side. Uh, there's one game in particular, though, we're actually going to give a deep dive into tonight. I mean, we've had the player interviews leading up. I mean, we've kind of foreshadowed that this is the, the, the big one, and it's Crown at Bethany. So why don't we make our predictions for the other three first, and then we can maybe get into that and spend some time there. And, I mean, there's some other good games as well. I mean, North Central at Superior is a good one Friday night. I think that's intriguing. Let's uh, let's start there, North, North Central at Superior, and then you can run
0: through your uh, picks here. Alrighty, righty, this is a fun one, Wyatt. Uh, a rematch from a game earlier this year at Downtown U where Superior picked up that huge win. We said at the time it was one of the biggest wins in conference play. They really need a win here, okay? They've lost their last two. They're just a game back of North Central, though. If they win the game, they're tied with them. They're back into that top-half conversation, and then they have the tiebreaker over them. I'm taking Coach Polkowski's club. I think they figure it out in this one. That place is going to be buzzing, pardon the pun, in Mertz Mortarelli Jam, Friday night in <laughs> Superior, Wisconsin. And oh. uh, I think they're going to find a way to get it done. I will take then uh, Northwestern on the road at Northland, a good bounce-back opportunity for Coach Gross's club. And then the next one also, another fun one I'd have to say. And Are you going to stand by your night? Nice? I, I knew you were going to butt in there. Uh, so they pick up that huge win. They get that one. You said they'd get at least one Okay, last weekend and then kind of have a disappointing effort against Northland. Morris is real in Wyatt. Losers of the last four games, I'm taking the Knights. I think this is a 50-50 game, and the difference is that place was alive last weekend. I'm hearing reports that it's going to be alive again this weekend. We talked about it on the woman's side moments ago. I think Martin Luther is going to get that little push from the all-male student section and get them across the finish line. A tight victory against Morris Friday night.
1: Well, where's your report coming from here that it's going to be packed?
0: We'll share off the mic, yeah.
1: Okay, as I just say, if you start naming <laughs> your sources, then they don't do your favors anymore. So, good idea. Good call yes, there on your bus. Yes, butt. yep. We're going to differ on a couple here. I'm taking North Central to beat Superior. I will take the Eagles to bounce back. I think you'd be foolish not to. And then I'll take Morris in this one as well on the road. Let's start North Central Superior. I get what you're saying. I even predicted that Superior would beat North Central the first time around in an upset. A little bit of a revenge game, though, playing into this one. North Central is coming off of a performance from Micah Filer where he scored 40. This is the start to that stretch run maybe for him where he really starts to get involved. And then there's still enough there. Remember, we were talking about this North Central team as one of the top threats in the UMAC at the beginning of the year. I get things have changed, but there's still a lot there. And I don't know. Superior had that loss. You mentioned Martin Luther. We said they were going to get a win last weekend. It was not the game we expected A great win, but it almost said more about where Superior's at as well right now. I'll take North Central in this game. I don't know if you want to, what's the right word there? Uh, Refutal that or what is that? If I have have a rebuttal? Rebuttal. There we go. (laughs) I combined the two words.
0: Rebuttal. Do you have a rebuttal for that? I mean, home cooking. I'll just say home cooking. It's a backs-up-against-the-wall game for Superior, and I think they're going to find just enough offense. But, yeah, they got a bitter taste in their mouths, Wyatt. No question about it from last weekend. But big opportunity for them, and I'm looking forward to that game. As far as Northwestern-Northland goes, pretty
1: straightforward. Eagles, when was it? When was the last time you mentioned Crown? When was the last time they won three straight games on the women's side? When was the last time Northwestern lost two straight games in the UMAC on the men's side, right? I mean, Great question. For all we know, it'll be an obvious answer, and it'll be like, oh, it wasn't that long ago. But it doesn't seem like it because they've had so much success. So I would expect them to bounce back against Northland. I, they're not going to be overlooking them after coming off of a loss by any means. I'm sure this week of practice, they've
0: really got back to things, and you, you're putting your finger up. You got something yeah. to say? Well, just one thing I'm interested to see this weekend as a whole for Northwestern. What's the health of Kyle K. Mink? I don't have any official report, folks, but he was did not look like he was – really close to 100% down the stretch against Crown, and he's had some you know, injuries throughout this season and bruises and been banged up here and there. So how does he look this weekend is a big thing I'm watching for for Northwestern. Yeah, certainly something to keep an eye on. Like you
1: said, it doesn't necessarily matter as much right now, but even in a couple of weeks, that's going to be crucial. As far as Morris and Martin Luther goes, they have been reeling, but... Give me the Cougars, man. I mean, they can score points and, again, playing a team that maybe isn't at the top and has the guys to shut them down necessarily. So I think this could be a real bounce-back opportunity
0: for them to let the offense explode a little bit. I think is the guy I'm most worried about if I'm Martin Luther, the way he can get his shots, pulling up if his mid-range game gets going. If he doesn't have a big night, though, I like the Knights having an opportunity late. And, again, if this is tight late, I like their chances to pull it out. But I'm I'm just opening that door a little bit for you, Wyatt. You know, I'm trying to help you out. Let's make you this thing interesting. I was going to say, I mean, both of those,
1: I feel really confident that the two we differed on there are going to turn out in my favor. So I think I'm going to be right back into this thing now. Hey, your guy, Dylan Hyder, you called him a certified bucket getter. I mean, this could be his game as well, though. Well, I mean, I we've been waiting for it. That would sure bite me in the butt if it happened. But, you know, the fantasy squad will take it, I guess. But I may be, you know, too far out of Might that. Might be too, too far out. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, we won't, we won't go into that, but okay. So that's what we got there. Do you want to do the Crown Bethany now or do all of the Saturday predictions as well, and then get back to the main event?
0: Well, we could really build it. I was going to say, you know, we've been starving ourselves on a bunch of hors d'oeuvres and crackers and whatnot, and they're good for a little bit, but we're (laughs) building up to the steak entree here pretty soon. I mean, I I guess I can hold on a little longer if you want to wait a little longer.
1: Might as well end the pod with it is all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, there's a, I'm sure we have a lot of thoughts to share on it. So, yeah, all right. Let's go to Saturday. Bethany hosting Morris, Martin Luther hosting Crown, North Central at Northland, and then Northwestern at Superior. Same as on the women's side.
0: Give us your rundown here, Ryan. All righty. Well, we're not talking about what happened Friday night yet, but uh, Bethany against Morris on Saturday afternoon. I'm going to take the Vikings in that one. We expected it to be a lot closer the first time. attract me back and forth. Morris... Didn't really put their best foot forward in that one. On the road, even tougher to pick up a win against the Vikings. I'm going with Bethany. All right, Martin Luther hosting Crown. Crown's going to pick up the win in this one. Hottest team in the UMAC. This is going to be a tough one for the Knights to handle that size and the tandem down low of Royston and Carroll. Northland hosting North Central. Could be close for a little bit. Rams cannot overlook them, but I think they're going to get the split this weekend and take down the Lumberjacks. Eagles at Superior. This one was hairy for a little bit inside the Erickson Center. Eagles eventually pulled away late. I think Northwestern figures out a way to get this one done, and I think they're happy that this is the Saturday matchup instead of the Friday night matchup this weekend for Northwestern.
1: Yeah, and I would say, I mean, Northwestern knows what's at stake if they were to drop another one, too, and that's the other thing to keep in mind because after you lose one and it's a two-game lead, depending on what happens with Crown and Bethany, I mean, they still have Bethany on the schedule. I mean, they could easily potentially squander this away if they drop one this weekend. So they know what's at stake. They'll be ready to go. I'll take Northwestern over Superior there as well. Just off of what I'm hearing from you, you really are not as high on North Central as you used to be. I mean, even just with your predictions. So I'm going to take North Central to win. I think I'm a little bit higher on them than you are, but your tone has definitely changed from the <laughs> beginning of the year with the Rams as it is right now. But I will take North Central in that one as well. I'll take Crown and I'll take Bethany. So we're going to go four for four there, correct? We're the yep. same on Saturday. It uh, doesn't necessarily shock me. I don't think there's anything here. Like you said, Said, I mean, the first time Morris and Bethany played, Morris showed up to a gunfight with a knife, Ryan. And you can't do that against a team like Bethany, who's going to be ready to go right from the get go. So they have to get ready to get that offense moving. They talk about defense so much. There's only so much defense you can have against Bethany, though, with all the threats they have. So it's going to be a track meet if they want to win. They're going to have to get the offense going. I don't see it happening on the road. I'll take bethany like you said crown against martin luther they're one of the hottest teams right now i mean how do you pick against crown right now we'll see if either of us do as they go at bethany Uh. but uh, with the way they've been playing it's it's tough to pick against them so anything that sticks out with those four in particular you want a quick touch on i mean kind of clear cut and dry if you will similar on the women's side there's really not a ton of big matchups in general in the umac this weekend outside of the one we keep teasing of course
0: yeah, looking forward to getting to that one in a second. I mean, North Central and Northwestern can't overlook those road games, though, because those are two where they could get trapped a little bit, end of the weekend, maybe looking ahead just a tidge bit, and I think they, you know, figure it out, but just don't look ahead, okay, is my advice to the Rams and the Eagles.
1: Yeah, no, at this time of the year, I mean, I always find it funny. I mean, we say that. it's It's easier said than done, but you would hope the athletes – aren't doing that at this time of the year i mean every time you step on the court it's a chance to continue to prepare yourself for that regardless so but i get it it's easier said than done and especially in a road environment you could find yourself in a position you wouldn't anticipate and then how do you respond so
0: and again White, they're just kids okay they're just kids so what can we expect like like coach like coach cal says ryan i I just got a bunch of kids you know and i'm trying to make them into men but eventually they're just kids you know
1: i understand and are you talking about coach john calipari (laughs) Yeah, what other Cal? Yeah the, the yeah, the guy, the, yes. the guy that has an excuse anytime they lose a game. <laughs> yep. Well, we lost that game. We weren't we were not we are going against veterans out there, and like we weren't ready for this they, game. And, and
0: that's the beauty—they can't say that this year with the transfers and Oscar Sheboy at the helm. They can't yeah. say that anymore.
1: He's he's full of crap. I'm not a John Calipari fan. That's just that's all I'm gonna say about that. But okay, you use this thing that they're kids. I mean, technically, I'm a kid too, Ryan. I mean, I'm older <laughs> than these kids you're talking about right now. I'll say this, when we showed up to play baseball, yes, you're a kid sometimes and there's immaturity and stuff like that, but we knew we had to take care of business. I mean, they know they got to take care of business, so I don't necessarily feed into that narrative. I get they say it at the D2, D1 level as well.
0: I don't always buy that. I said that tone in cheek just to get a little bit of a reaction, and I absolutely love the reaction. So appreciate that. I will mention real quickly why. So do you believe it, though? I got to know. Do you actually stand by that? No, not really, especially for certain cases like this one, Wyatt. I'm near positive that Noah Alm is older than you are, and he's still playing college hoops. And I think he may be older than I am. So that's that's an example. Well, and
1: that's what I mean. You say kids. It's like <laughs> yes. I mean they're they're already men at this point. I mean, do
0: you see the size of some of these guys out yeah. there? I mean, my my goodness. I mean AJ Juice Kohler for Northwestern. He may only be eighteen, but with the size of that dude, you could tell me he's. 25 and i would believe it. So <laughs> well there you have it. So okay, with that, I'm glad we
1: were able to g- get get that conversation out of the way. On to the entrees, you like to say, the main course, the feast. This is a game that we have teased a little bit even with the player interviews we had released. And thanks again so much to those guys for both squads joining us and talking with us. This is going to be a fun one. I mean, where do you even start when you start looking at the matchups and just do you want to, I guess, touch on the last game a little bit first? I mean, Bethany went in there and kind of spoiled what was going to be a big night. I mean, it still was a big night for Crown, but they retired Tim Wendell's jersey. Bethany gets a close win, 80-75. to Is there anything that you saw from that game that uh, kind of puts you at, uh, uh, gives one team an advantage over the other, I guess,
0: coming into this one? Yeah, I mean, we heard some great insight from those guys when they played the first time, specifically Crown. I remember Cade Carroll mentioning to us, you know what, we just made some uncharacteristic mistakes down the stretch that we got to clean up. And, you know, he was good in that game, but from his expectations, why to go for 25 and 10 and just 1-7 from downtown, I mean, he's planning on doing more than that. Friday night in Mankato and will they need that? And that's where it all starts and ends to me, okay? The front runner for conference player of the year now, you and I consider by a a pretty decent margin we're not saying it's totally something, over yeah some, but something crazy would have to happen yeah it's his to lose at this point for sure it all starts and ends with him okay what can bethany do to try to slow him down that's the key okay you can't totally t- take him away but to slow him down and what you know we're going to be honest why when's the last time in that gym in mankato especially in a big spot where you and i have said Wow, that was was kind of a rock fight. Offense was tough to come by, and teams just weren't shooting well. Everyone shoots well there. Not just Bethany, but road teams who come in as well, especially Crown feeling as good as they do right now. These are the two hottest teams in the UMAC wide. Crown's won five straight. Excuse me. Crown's won four straight, I should say. Bethany's won five straight. Everything leading into this matchup should turn into a great one, and honestly, could it be the first one to 85 90? Is it too much to say 90? You said the score the last time, 80 to 75. I don't think 80 is going to get it done Friday night in Mankato. I think you're going to have to have more firepower in this one. Nielsen versus Royston, too, a very underrated matchup. Those are probably your two best shot blockers in the whole conference. Those two going up against each other. How huge they well, are? And it? was And it was Nielsen,
1: too. I think he said he enjoys his matchup against Royston yes. specifically. So, I mean, that is definitely something to keep an eye on with those two and how they battle down
0: low. Yeah, and just how they set up their guards. I mean, Michael Ladd's a great distributor and probably a little underrated at the point guard position in this conference. You know, getting some more love these last couple weeks, but we know how dangerous Brian Smith and Kyrie Mayfield are out of the ball screen. So, so much to chew on in this matchup, but I mean, as I hand it back over to you, it all starts and ends with number 14 on the Storm. And so you
1: say that how much attention does Bethany give him then and say other guys are going to have to beat us. So that's where I look at it on the other side as well and say, how much attention does crown give to a guy like Brian Smith? And does this game come down to guys like Jacob Van Dam and Kyrie Mayfield? You know, are those the guys that are going to determine the outcome of this game? You know what you're going to get out of the other guys. What can those guys do? That's what's intriguing to me. It so often does. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the X factors that I'm looking at. And... Again, you said it. I mean, teams, for whatever reason, shoot well on that court. I would be surprised, though, if 85 isn't enough. I know you said 80, but I'm going to take it up a little bit higher. I'd say 85 is the number. If a team gets to 85, they'll win the game. I think this really does come down to a guy like Mayfield, a guy like the Malinkoviches, both of them. It's going to be the X-Factors, and I look at it, and I think Bethany's are a little bit better. I ride or die with my Vikings it's tough to pick against crown because of how good they've been how good Carroll has been on his own and just the season that they're having but to go on the road against a bethany team that has been trending in the right direction and teams have done it before and won i get it something tells me this is different though and that the vikings are actually going to keep this thing rolling and set up what should be a fun matchup assuming they get by morris as well then on saturday against Northwestern at the end of the year, even though it may not be for the conference championship. But it'd still be a blockbuster, you could say. Maybe not a Sonic blockbuster, but it's a blockbuster nonetheless. So I I think Bethany gets it done, and like I said, I think 85 is that number to
0: reach. Yeah, lots of good stuff there. I agree with you. The role players are going to be huge in this one, and if I'm going to be honest while watching Crown play in their last contest in the Erickson Center on Saturday... It's going to be tough sledding for the Vikings in the paint. So they better be hitting the triple. And a guy who we haven't mentioned yet, I think Justin Shrub's got to have a big game. And I've said throughout this season, that dude needs more looks. When he has his feet set, shoulders square, he's maybe as good as any spot of three-point shooter in the conference. Well, and remember, Bethany has had their success. They got five, six guys in double figures
1: in a lot of these games that they're winning. And I get they're up by a lot, so they don't necessarily have to have their stars score a ton. But in these games that they've lost, I feel like a lot of pressure has been put on those top guys like Smith and Nielsen and Mayfield, and you got to have some of that balance, like you said. So I, that's, that's a great point. I think Shrupp is going to have to have a big, big role today, even if it's just 15, let's say, but just something to take some of the pressure off some
0: of these other guards. And so I, just one more thing to hit on real quick for Bethany, too, that they got to be wary of. Nielsen cannot get in foul trouble. I mean, he is so, so massive for them, giving their guard space to work with on one end and then on the other end, just being a rim protector. Can't be too aggressive. I love his tenacity blocking shots, but he cannot get in early foul trouble in this game.
1: And that's maybe some of the benefit Crown has. You got a guy like Royston, but you got other sizes as well. I mean, Cade Carroll can play down low if he needs to. So, I mean, you have that benefit to be a little bit more aggressive, and they have a little bit more depth as far as that goes, whereas I would say Bethany has the advantage. They have more depth at the guard position by yep, far.
0: Yep, Guard and wing uh, depth, like you said, for sure there. And then Crown, well, they got a guy is, like Cade Newbert off the bench, too. I really like the three that they got rotating at the 4-5.
1: Is Carroll just considered a straightforward? Is he kind of a hybrid? Because, I mean, he shoots a lot of threes, obviously.
0: And I, I'm pretty sure I'd have to go back and listen, but I think Jacob Van Dam introduced him as a wing. And on the roster, yeah. that crown gives us um, for you know broadcasting on Saturday, and the write-up that they had, I think they had Cade listed as a wing. So it's crazy. So, With a guy that big, and how good he is finishing amongst the trees, as I like to say in the paint... He's out on that right wing all the time where the only time he really likes to get in the lane wide, at least as far as the Northwestern game was concerned, is when he's traveling downhill to get there. He's not on the block posting up a heck of a lot. He lets Royston do that if he wants to. Crown loves to spread the floor. So even though we got good big men in this game, they're not your traditional on the block, let's go after it. Now on the other side of things, if I'm Bethany, that's what I'm trying to force Crown into. I understand Royston's really good on the block and a great defender. I'm getting Nielsen activated And the ball screens roll into the rim early. I want him to impose his will on Crown, try to get their bigs into some foul trouble early in that one. Well, it is certainly the kind of
1: game we mentioned all the points. There's going to be lots of runs. It's kind of the thing where it's like, which team can absorb the blows better? There's going to be shots taken on both ends. I don't expect either team to run away with this game. Which team is built and designed to be able to handle those blows better? and come away with a win, and to me, it's Bethany in this situation. They beat them once before, they know they can do it again. Since then, though, Crown's been on a roll, doing their thing, so it should be very intriguing to see how it turns out. I'm not gonna give you a direct score prediction. I'm not good at that, so I'll say 85 is the number to hit. Should be a very high-scoring game, and the guard play of Bethany and that balance that they have is going to lead the way it may not be a 30 point performance from one guy may not be even 20 points 25 from a guy like smith or mayfield but that balance and depth that they have at the guard position is going to be what gets it done for bethany on saturday or friday actually we went back to friday on the
0: friday night showdown 88 82 crown comes up with the road victory so we're going to differ on this one i think they can score in bunches they ended up with 81 against northwestern this past saturday could have been more honestly. And what's been impressive about their run, Wyatt, they haven't been just winning. We talked about in the last pod, they've been crushing teams. It hasn't even been close. I agree with you. I expect this one to be a tight one. Like I said, by the score prediction, because of how well both these squads have been playing. But I just think it's going to take a big game from Hunter Nielsen and Justin Trump are the guys I'm looking for, for Bethany. And then Crown, I like their depth. Like you said, especially at the four or five spots and they get enough from the role players knocking down big threes. Maybe your guy Carter Baney, Knocking down a couple big triples, a big floater here and there, eight points, something like that off the bench could be huge.
1: Yeah, I mean, every little bit is going to help, that's for sure. I mean, you get that opportunity to take advantage of it. We'll see if you can. But I I agree with you in that Crown can score in bunches and with what they've been doing lately and all of that stuff, I do. I just think, though, on the home court, I always resort back to that and I'll ride or die. It's hard when I have Smith and Nielsen on the pod. And I get we had Carroll and Van Dam as well, but... I've told them specifically, I said, I've been riding or dying with you guys this year. It'd be kind of tough to go against them in a home matchup of this magnitude. Uh, All all the attention will be on that one on Friday night. And we're going to see this matchup again more than likely in in conference play in the tournament. I mean, I don't know where the seating's going to line up exactly. I'm going to guess these two are going to be on the same side sitting as the two and three, depending on what happens here. And we're more than likely going to see this again in the semifinal. So if Crown wins, I guess... Winner take all in the conference tournament. If Bethany beats him, Crown will maybe get that third-times-the-charm opportunity.
0: Well, yeah, and that's a great point to make, Wyatt, with the separation we see in the standing. So just a reminder, folks, this game really very likely could be for who gets to host that semifinal. And how big is that, Wyatt, for two clubs? Could be very important. I'll give them credit. There's a vibe at the WAC, and there's especially a vibe at the North Gym. I've been giving them credit throughout the year. That could be the difference for who is advancing and potentially playing on championship Saturday.
1: Certainly could be. But like you said, I mean, Bethany already beat crown on the road. Crown could very easily win this game while it does play a factor into it. These teams are good enough too, though, where they wouldn't let that deteriorate their opportunity or deter them from going in and trying to get a win on the road. So, yes, it's going to help for sure. But uh, that will not be the deciding factor by any means for a game like this. So
0: it'll only play a small role into what the outcome is. Absolutely. And I mean, just one last thing, why Let's remember, Bethany's already lost. To Northwestern and North Central in their home gym. I'm not telling you they can't get it done at home, but think of how tough of a pill to swallow that would be, where they would then have three of their four conference losses at home against those top tier teams. And we're assuming this is gonna be another game where they're gonna be right there in the last couple minutes, just like they were against Northwestern and North Central. So if I'm Pat Garvin and his staff, I'm saying, listen, boys, we're gonna get one of these eventually. We have to. At home, we're right here against the top dogs. We got to finally get one on Friday. No,
1: that's a great point. I think that uh, makes me even more confident in picking Bethany is that they still haven't played their best basketball in these big games. And whether that's credited to their opponents or it's just Bethany not showing up, This could be the night they do it. They're ready for the moment. I I like my chances with Bethany winning this game, and who knows, by the end of this week, uh, if all five of those games
0: we differed on go my way, Ryan, uh, there's going to be a new leader on the predictions. That that would be crazy. I mean, one last thing. If Crown plays anywhere close to where they played on Saturday, I don't see Bethany beating them. I don't see them, to be fair, I don't see them playing as clean and as good of a 40 minutes as they did on Saturday, and they're, you know, Players and coaching staff and Coach Herbert will say, well, we have another level to hit. We made some mistakes. I get that. But they were next to flawless on this no. past Saturday. So
1: human, human error is a part of the game, whether it's the refs that we always talk about or even the players on the court. So, you know, coaches always strive for perfection. You're never going to hit perfection, though. There's yep. always going to be mistakes. So I would agree with what you said. It's going to be tough for them to put a 40-minute stretch together like they did against Northwestern. But if there's a team that could do it right now, it would be crowned. So... We'll see what they uh, provide. Anything in closing now, Ryan, uh, before we sign off here on this preview pod?
0: No, I I don't think we can uh, beat that matchup into the ground any further. But, you know, I hope people understand. Oh, we could.
1: I mean, don't (laughs) underestimate what I'm capable of. But, yes, you're right.
0: Uh, Yeah, we could start talking about the broadcast quality. I liked it when Northwestern played at Bethany and I saw the whole game. Good job. They got some extra camera angles and the, the picture was looking clear. And so keep up the good work, Bethany, you know. Keep striving for great threes on the broadcast side. I enjoy that. But, no, I, I won't hit anything more on that. Like you said, this weekend maybe doesn't have the headliners at the first look at the schedule. But if you dig deep enough, like we have over the past near hour, however long we've been talking, I'm not sure how long it's been now. But It's easy to lose
1: track of the time when we start going, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, what, what I was saying is there's still plenty of things to keep an eye on this weekend, and folks just continue to enjoy it. All right? I'm trying to soak it in mentally prepare myself and get ready for the awesome weekend that's going to be to close the regular season and then postseason plays right after that so if you need to take a deep breath for air before going back under do it now we're going to be submerged here for a little bit but then you know it's going to be over before we know it so
1: that's yeah, always that's the thing i mean we've talked about it all year i mean we started this back in was it October even, Ryan? And I mean, here we are now, and it's like, where in the world is the time gone? I mean, it's just crazy how quick it goes. I can't believe we've come this far now. And like you said, it's going to be over before you know it. So enjoy it. Enjoy this last two-week stretch. Enjoy the conference tournament. This has been a blast all year being able to do this and uh, just share our thoughts and to have actually people take us seriously and want to listen to what we have to say, I guess. So it's been enjoyable, and... I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun to see how this shapes up in the last two weeks. With that being said, as always, I'll throw in the plugs at the very end. You can follow us on Twitter, unlike any other. The UMAC, if you have a question, want to get involved with the podcast, shoot us an email, uaotheumac at gmail.com, and uh, you can certainly download these podcasts. You can listen anytime, anywhere. We're on all sorts of platforms. Apple, Spotify are the biggest ones, and of course, on our Twitter page, we always send out the link there as well. Uh, with that being said, Ryan, if you don't have anything in closing, I think that'll wrap things up here on this preview pod. Week 7, around the corner. Going to be fun to recap all the action as well early next week. So you, uh, everybody out there listening, thanks for the support. Have a great rest of your night, and we'll talk to you next time on the Unlike Any Other, the UMAC podcast.